welcome to the People Doing Good podcast. I'm Mariah Volk. I'm Jerry Robinson. If this is your first time listening to our podcast, we're all about spreading positivity and positive news by sharing the stories of people doing good. And today is our 70th episode. Can you believe it, Jerry? It seemed like 69 was just yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Last night. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, you know what? I'm excited about it. You know, each time we each time we do an episode with a very interesting person, it, it, it excites me because once again, we are featuring people that are doing good. Today's an important episode and also special to me. Important because we're about to go back to school after spring break, after almost a year of no school. And we have a wonderful conversation today with Christy McCullough, a teacher. And we wanted to hear from a teacher, get a teacher's perspective about how this year has been. Christy is a wealth of knowledge, um, a wonderful teacher that is a friend of mine and I worked with for seven years at the REACH School. In fact, she got me my job at the REACH School. And the REACH School is special to Jerry and I because when we began our podcast, I was ending my my little stint, my teaching stint, and we began our recordings there. That's the first place we recorded, remember? I do remember that little small room in the back. And yeah, yes, I, that was the beginning. That was the beginning. <laughs> that little small room in the back was my office. It had like balls and jump ropes and jerseys everywhere, capture the flag, belts. Um Anyway, slightly getting off track. How are you, Jerry? I'm doing well. I'm doing very well. I've had uh, my first vaccination shot. Uh, my second one comes in a couple of weeks. So uh, everybody around me is, you know, has been not everybody, but the majority of the people that I hang around with, they've been uh, vaccinated. And um, so that's where I'm at uh, with that. I'm moving forward with that. And I'm excited the fact that, you know, these high school athletes and students get a chance to go back to school and they get a chance to go participate in sports because, you know, they have dreams of careers later on, you know, as, as, as sports being part of their career and, and, and school taking them to another place academically. So things are opening up. I uh, hope everybody just be careful. I'm just excited. I am. I'm grateful. I'm very grateful to be here today. Yeah, and I think just honoring teachers and what teachers have always done, and especially this year, they stepped up to the plate and had to, you know, they found themselves in a situation uh, that they didn't really sign up for. And so we have so much gratitude for our teachers. And I'd like to get into this conversation with the wonderful teacher and friend of mine, Christy McCullough. Thanks for joining us, Christy. Great to be here. Thank you. Hi, Christy. So we're excited to have a teacher on the program today to talk about a lot of things. And, you know, the, the time we're living in right now, we're end of March and getting ready to go back to school after a year of no school. And I, I just kind of wanted to maybe start with this COVID experience for you. What has it been like from the beginning, from last year, when they told you we weren't coming back, it was spring break, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think m my experience has more been around concern for the students watching how um, difficult it is to find a way to engage in learning on the screen. I mean, it works for some, but um, that has been a, 
uh, difficult road to watch happen for some of the students who struggle with, with engagement and even just making it to class online. And I work at a really small charter school. And so we, we band together pretty quickly as teachers and got ready for this. So we, we were on it when it came to like, what platform are we gonna use and how can we engage them? But what was so hard is we didn't have really a lot of control um, on their end, if they're gonna make it to class or their parents might be working or they might, um, they just might not have the support they need to keep learning. So that piece probably was hard. It was hard as a teacher to, um, to watch some of the kids really struggle through the year last year and then coming back in the fall was really heartbreaking to know we're not coming back in person. We're not having our annual traditions. We're not having our community events and fa families were struggling just to keep things, make ends meet. Families are struggling to be the teacher at home because there's only so much a teacher can do beyond the screen. There's nothing we can, you know, that whole piece of finishing something or, um, diving into a pro we're project based learning diving into a project and really getting a lot from it and having this rich experience it's it's um it's been hard to watch so long long answer there but in general it's been hard as a teacher to see how uh, much it's affected students and families and then for me as a teacher i just tend to not be the type that would go into complaint mode but just more what can i keep doing to support the students and myself, I feel very privileged in that, um, you know, I'm able to be home and do my work or go to school and help my children while I work. So, um, so I've, I've tried to just look on what am I grateful for during this time? Christy, I want to ask you a question. You know, you, you, you have children too, correct? Is that right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, now one. <laughs> one at home. One. Okay. And I, I'm, I'm trying to, my daughter Jacqueline lives in uh, Florida. She has four kids, okay, and there's three of them that she's on a computer with the whole time. Yeah. And you, as a teacher, you're teaching a, a class. Plus, you also have your children, your 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 child, okay. Yeah. And that has to be how on God's green earth do you juggle something like that? <laughs> yeah. Um. So it helps that I have an older child who's in high school and is pretty self-sufficient. That's the piece for me as a teacher that was really hard is to watch the families that have younger children. I think I probably would have had a totally different experience if my child was in third grade or even kindergarten. Um, so, but in terms of, uh, it's probably not the healthiest because we're home together all the time on Zoom, trying to make each other be quiet so we can hear our class, you know, We've got some of that management stuff that we have to deal with, but um, but it hasn't been, I really believe because I have a high schooler, it mm -hmm. has not been too difficult. Um, and I just think, I don't know how old your daughter's um, children are, but it can be, and more than one, it just can be such a, a nightmare really for the parents to try to juggle. All of the yeah, well, I want to shout out Christy's daughter, Satori. Hopefully she'll listen to <laughs> Christy happens to have an amazing daughter who I love very much. And I've known her. I've watched Satori grow up. 
yeah. you know, coming yeah. to the school where we both worked yes. and then training at the gym and basketball. So shout out to Tori. Um, I wanted to address Christy. I also have older kids, yes. so I can, yes. write, you know, uh-huh. my friends with younger kids, I just, I feel yeah. for them so much, but I did notice, um, one of my sons thrived much more with distance learning than the other. And, you know, the, the younger son, Levi, whose birthday it is today, shout out Levi. Oh, um, he would love school, in-person school. He would go early. He would walk to school so he could get there early. And whereas Lucas would just roll out of bed and, and, and you know, I'd have to drag him to the car. But, you know, the older kid thing, it's been interesting. Did you have an experience with some of your students where the ones who really thrived in in-person learning, there was a shift to where where the distance learning just there was a complete change in their education and ability to learn yeah i think what was the one thing that really struck all of us at our school where um where i used to work was that the students who actually didn't thrive in in in-person learning and struggled with social cues and struggled socially at times really showed up on distance learning it was amazing just loved that because you took the stress away from having to work with 20 people in the same room and the noise and all of the stuff that has to happen. So that was interesting. And then, um, yeah, I think that, um, there were some students I saw and especially I see through my daughter, um, and some of her friends that there's students who are struggling with the not having a social life really. And it either is going to become more on social media, social life becomes just all about social media or just some, there's a lot more depression and anxiety. And I think there's just been some research out there that shows that students are really struggling who do thrive by connecting with people, right? Like I do too. I mean, I have to get outside and go to the Regal with our dog and see someone I know to feel like, okay, life is still somewhat normal. But if a child is sitting at home in front of the screen all day, I think that it does, um, the engagement shifts and they, um, it can be lonely. I think there's, I saw a lot more loneliness in the students that really thrived on sports, thrived on like your son going to school early and seeing his friends and yeah. Yeah. That's difficult. I can't even imagine. Can you imagine being that age and, and just no school. I mean, this generation of kids, especially Sonoma County, these past few years, what our kids in this County have been witness to and a part of everything, you know, the fires, the natural disasters, totally. And I have a college student as well. My son is in college and he, that has been a really big struggle to just suddenly not be able to go on campus and be in your classes and having to build your own structure, not having your mother there to keep your structure going. <laughs> so totally, you know, and, and so shifting to, okay, we're, we're talking about the struggles yeah, but okay. let's to people doing good podcasts. We're here to spread positivity. We want to talk about the positives that have come out of this situation. And I know that for me, I've enjoyed spending more time with my kids. I really have, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it's irritating you know, they're there, we're here all day together, you know, I do go out and work, but, but I have loved getting more time with them. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if you can share with us some of the positives that you've seen come out of this year, either personally or professionally as a teacher. Mm -hmm. Um, Personally, I think I was one of the families that got a dog during this time. (laughs) So that caused us to get outside quite a bit. So I believe, I really feel like, um, 
one piece that's really helped me stay grateful and trying to spread that in my own family is just getting outside and be where we live. I feel so lucky to be here yes. and in, in, in a really tight urban area where I couldn't just go to Regal Park or I, I couldn't just go onto the nature Joe Rodota trail, you know? So I feel like um, I've, I've been really um, blessed in that way. Um, personally. And then um, this time spent with family is great. And um, professionally, that's something I think a lot of teachers in the county and probably across the world are trying to do is what can we hold on to from this experience and bring back into the classroom, the positives. And so um, something that's been really positive is you get to see some students really enjoy the one-on-one, -on -one, even though it's on Zoom, some students actually really like that. And you can sort of cater to those types of students better knowing uh, for the last year, watching how some students really thrive in small group learning, working with students outside of the actual class on Zoom. Um, and also just providing platforms that are positive online platforms for um, extra work outside of the classroom that we're trying to look at what can we bring back that is positive. But, um, you know, I, I think um, besides that, it's been a hard road for a lot of students and teachers. So I'm looking forward for all of them to get back in, into the classroom. I agree. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's some positives around the people who have the privilege to be with their kids and who have the privilege to, uh, to go on trips. A lot of families are going on trips during this time and doing school in Hawaii or doing school in Mendocino or going, you know, to Mexico. <laughs> so having that privilege in that time with your family is such a blessing. But um, my mind always goes back to like those families who can't and how happy I am for them to get back into their routines at school. Agreed. Yeah. And then as you both know, Sonoma County right now is just blooming everywhere and green and the skies have been so blue. I'm just really, this time being outside has been great that the weather's been so funky that it's kept everything so green. And that's a point. You know, I've been working outside and I see you at the park with your dog. Yes. Yes. Hey, hey Christy. And, you what's know, up? Finding that time, that non-scheduled time right now, because I can't go to the movies and I can't, I'm not going to go eat inside a restaurant yet. And so I'm being pretty, we're being pretty careful. So I do think COVID has brought us down to a level of not being so overly scheduled and, um, and our kids aren't overly scheduled. Sports are a lot more. My daughter is an athlete and sports are just a lot less intense and pressure like, and I think mm -hmm. that sure does offer the opportunity to, to look around and enjoy the moment. Yep. So, you know, thinking about speaking about being outdoors, um, last week I had a chance to do uh, a sports broadcast with YSN 365, Dave <laughs> Cox, and I did the Cardinal Newman Windsor game. And ah. it was just, it felt really good to be out at a high school sporting event. Yes. I mean, I, I could see the looks on the parents and there was a couple, you know, sisters and brothers that was there at the game. Yeah. To, uh, it was great for them to get out. It was exciting. Uh, you know, I'm glad things are starting to turn around here because people knew, do you talking about, you know, sports, it's, it's sports has always been a big part of everybody's life. I'm, you know, whether you like it or not, you know, school doesn't start 
until football starts. You know, yeah. so that kind of kicks it off. And then there's things that are, you know, Christmas time, you got basketball, you know, all these different things. So it's it was a really good and exciting to be out there uh last Friday night at Carter Lemon High School at Ed Lloyd Field, just just to be around people have been cooped up. The parents yeah. have been cooped up and then see the athletes out there. You could just see the joy and, you know, I hope everything gets better so we can start getting more people out there to attend because, you know, these athletes, I mean, they're on these schedules. They're only going to play five games, you know? Yeah. And uh, so everybody's had to make an adjustment, you know? And so they're trying to get back to normal, but normal, I don't know how far normal is away. All I know is to get out and have an opportunity to do something that they haven't been able to do for over a year is uh, is encouraging. <laughs> yeah, I'm and excited. I think they're appreciative, right? We, I was just at a cross-country uh, tri-meet last night in Ukiah for, my, for Annalie, and I feel the same way. You look around, there's little kids running around cheering for their brother or sister and families, you know, getting loud and having fun. And I think we're all in such an appreciation place of like, yes, we're out here again. And hopefully that sticks. Hopefully we keep appreciating what we've I got. think so. I think, Christy, I was thinking Jerry said something about um, back to normal. And I think a lot about back to normal and what that means if there is a, a, a back to normal and what going back to school looks like for our listeners um, who aren't, a, aren't working at a school or on a school board like we are, and most of them do not and are not, what does it look like going back in terms of the children wearing masks and um, how far away are they six feet apart? What's What does go back to school look like right now? Oh, you're asking me. Well, asking I can tell you. know that I know. Yeah, but yeah they don't... No, but I can tell you that most ad administrators and teachers know that every single day has been different for the news of what we need to do. And I think now everyone's got their COVID plan of going back because kids are going back after spring break, especially in our county. We're all ready to go back six feet apart. And then I think it was last week, there was something from the CDC that you can be three feet apart, but you can't change everything now, right? On the, on the families that are going to even struggle to get there for three hours. <laughs> so, um, so hopefully we'll get back into a routine with the three hours a day and different cohorts and just twice a week and six feet apart. And eventually, hopefully in the next month or so, it could be that there's three feet apart and more kids can be in the same room together. But it's, uh, it's changing all the time. It's been really hard on school leaders because they have a plan and then it has to shift and they have a plan and it has to shift and teachers waiting to find out who's in their class. There's just a lot of stress. And so I think right now we can safely say we're going back with a small cohort, I think 10 to 12 kids only. And it's um, part-time and six feet apart. And you have to have all the COVID protocols in your classroom and outside and no recess. No, I mean, maybe there's a small recess, but no lunch. This is elementary level. I think for the, our high school, our local high schools are going to be doing just two days a week and the rest is online. So um, hard to say that there's going to be a norm around how it's going to look, but. As a school board member trying to come up with a plan to support our teachers and our students and you make one plan and then the next day there's yeah. new information. So yeah. it's really, it's being on your toes. And I think people who, 
think outside the box during this past year, I think have probably had a bit easier time than those who kind of deal with, with life in a much more structured way. It's like, oh, you don't yeah. know what you're going to be thrown. So being flexible has flexible. been a huge benefit, right? Totally. I know you're, you're good at that. When we worked together at the yeah, school yeah. and the kids, we had such funny kids and I won't say any names right now, but there were some hysterical moments. Yes, You'd bring yes. kids out and line them up for PE. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would sometimes take 10 minutes to get them to yeah. pay attention to me. And how I started getting their attention was I tell them a ridiculous story about something that like happened to me that morning. Yes. You know, my cat got a gopher and brought it in the house. And, you know, suddenly everyone's paying attention to yes. me because it's a ridiculous story. And then you've got them. <laughs> and then jumping jacks, but but they had particular stories that the time in second grade when I peed my pants in the classroom, and <laughs> all the story. And your class that in that year it was your third grade class, I believe. Uh-huh. They wanted me to tell that story almost tell over, it again, tell it over again. again. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, yeah, but anyway, I, it's a big one. It's huge. And I think the, the fact that you are so flexible as a leader in the school, it's contagious. And the other teachers kind of pick up on that energy. And, and it's inspiring, Christy, and you as a teacher are inspiring. Oh. And I just want to thank you. I know it's been a really rough year, but people like you, teachers like you, um, you keep it going for your for your coworkers, for the kids. And, and you now have a shift. You're not a classroom yeah. teacher anymore. And this is yeah. brand new. Yeah. So can you yeah. Share with our listeners what what's up. Oh, just I went back to school in the last two years to get my grad. Uh, I went to graduate school and got my master's and my um, admin credentials. So, my goal as an emerging leader is to be in school leadership. And right now, I just stepped into a new role as a teacher on special assignment. And so, I'll be working actually with students and intervention and working with teachers, um, but it's in a different capacity. So, it's making a different kind of impact. I'm really looking forward to it. It's just starting, so it hasn't really come to fruition yet, but um, I'm looking forward to it and looking forward to seeing how next year looks for everybody. And hopefully we'll be all back, all back into somewhat of a new normal. And um, yeah, it's good. It's good. I'm excited. And I, my heart is always with the school I was at before and I feel like I grew exponentially there. So, um, so it just felt like the time and um and I really appreciate still having my connection with you, Mariah. So yeah, I mean, thank you for the invite. Appreciate it. Oh, of course. It's, it's nice to have a friend and someone that I know uh, so well on the podcast. It's yeah, makes- yeah. Well, you know what? I, 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 I'm excited about it because it's always exciting for me to have people that care about other people. Uh, and Chrissy, you, you, you care. That's why you are a teacher. You care about other people about molding them and changing their lives and that's what excites me you know those are people that are doing good and uh you know i wish you all the success in the world you know you. with this, this new step in your life here uh what's it called a tosa is that what it is yeah yeah teacher okay. on special assignment they call it a tosa yeah call it a tosa well you know what <laughs> i toast to you <laughs> tosa <laughs> thanks terry the year christy yeah. mccullough <laughs> Really, really great to see you and be part of this and um and thank you both for doing good and bringing out the good news out in the world because we need it jerry isn't it 
isn't it nice to hear hear from a teacher, you know, how how it's been for them this year? Yeah, I, I really uh, I like that. I, I know they've been through a lot. We know the kids have been through a lot, but it's really good to hear uh, what a teacher and what teachers are going through. And Christy, you know, and her fellow teachers all across the country, you know, they're my heroes because they have a tough job to do without the pandemic. And now the pandemic is here. It made it even more difficult. Educated in what they need to learn and what they need to do to move forward. Yes, for sure. And with a teacher like Christy, it's not just about math and science and reading, although she's great at teaching all those subjects it's really the the social emotional piece that Christy is such a master at and you know you could you could hear her her voice on the program very soft and her calm demeanor I worked with Christy for seven years with some very very difficult wild and crazy second third fourth graders and I have never heard her raise her voice so shout out Christy I'm shouting out everybody today I, well first shouting everyone out today I gotta do Levi it's his birthday my son is 14 today so Happy birthday to Levi. Happy birthday, Levi. I told him I'd take him out to dinner wherever he wanted. And he's, you know, he said, can we DoorDash some Popeye's chicken and watch a basketball documentary? <laughs> like, there you go. That's what he wants. So that's what we're going to be doing. And I, last but not least, would love to hear a little, little ditty from Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood today please okay well the words from mr robinson's neighborhood today no matter how far you have traveled in the wrong direction you can always turn around thank you very much for listening to this episode of the people doing good podcast it's the feel good podcast we'll be back at you next week thank you The People Doing Good podcast is brought to you by Shoes for Kids. For more info, visit shoesforkids.com. It is created and hosted by Mariah Volk and Jerry Robinson. Produced and edited by Charlene Goto of GoTo Productions. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment wherever you get your podcast media. Follow on social media at One Good Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Email us at peopledoinggoodpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time.